The Boston Bruins remain undefeated in 2022 following a 5-3 win over the New Jersey Devils. We're going to talk about this game, David Pasternak's thrilling goal to win it, as well as answer some of your mailbag questions on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, January 5th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, and you can also find it on YouTube. So please do subscribe over there. We're well into the triple digits in subscribers and would love to see that grow even more here in 2022. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. It's the same handle on Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Now, it is Wednesday. Like I said, my three boys are in the midst of online learning calls. So hopefully there are no interruptions here this morning. Can't guarantee there won't be. Um, and probably Bessie will make an appearance. But uh, such is life here in January of 2022 as the COVID-19 pandemic rages on and the Bruins have been hit once again with a positive uh, test result that came down yesterday after the morning skate as it was announced that Jake DeBrusque had entered the NHL's COVID protocols as well as three staff members kind of a lot of brouhaha during the morning skate because of DeBrusque's absence and his related trade request. Turns out he's in COVID protocol and uh, yeah, could miss the next couple games, which not only hurts the Bruins, uh, but also hurts any ability to trade him at the moment. And we'll get into that here in a moment as to, um, where that stands. Uh, but let's begin by talking about last night's game. The Bruins continue to fire on all cylinders uh, after the calendar turned to 2022. Three straight wins, albeit over Buffalo, Detroit, and New Jersey, three teams that are behind them in the standings, three teams that they should rightfully beat, but three wins nonetheless. Uh, in those games, 18 of the 19 skaters that have played in at least one of those games has registered a point. 13 different players have scored a goal, not including Brad Marchand, the team's leading scorer, and only Trent Frederick has recorded more than one goal. Uh, all 14 Bruins goals have been scored at even strength. A bit concerning about the power play, but the big overarching problem all season has been the uh, secondary scoring, and five-on-five five scoring, and both of those things have really been working for the Bruins over the last few games. David Pasternak was in the midst of a nine-game scoreless drought. He came through with an amazing individual effort, 
with 549 remaining, uh, scoring the winning goal, lifting the Bruins to the 5-3 win. Uh, yeah, it was just a great play. Started by an, a shot attempt by Taylor Hall. Puck went behind the net. Pasternak lifted the uh, New Jersey defender stick, grabbed the puck, skated to the front of the net, took a shot on Mackenzie Blackwood, got his own rebound, went roof, and uh, we all saw his celebration, which uh, felt like a weight lifting off all of our shoulders, especially his, of course. And we all know the trauma that he went through in the offseason. I can't imagine just going back to normal life that quickly. And I'm sure that's part of why he's been struggling a bit. Uh, But it felt really good to see him score that goal. Probably the first time this season that I've gotten chills um, watching a Bruins goal. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said he thought Pasternak recognized an opportunity, took the puck to the net, been going to the net a lot uh, without the puck, maybe not as much with it lately. He did it with it and good for him got rewarded and hung in there and made a high-end play. Uh, again, he had not scored since November 30th against Detroit. He's recorded just two assists in that span. Uh, it obviously, you know, the whole month of December had passed. Half of that month had been interrupted by the COVID-19 pause, so it wasn't a whole month's worth of games. Uh, but he did admit that the COVID-19 shutdown Uh, Taking some time away from hockey was good for him. He was looking forward to spending time with his mom, brother, friends, girlfriend, uh, all of whom were in town visiting from Czechia for Christmas. And uh, after the game, he said, it's been crazy overall with the stoppage, with COVID happening and guys coming in and out. Just been focusing on a lot of stuff other than hockey. For me, just happy to, to be back especially after the new year, kind of a fresh start, playing some great hockey so far these last three games. Hopefully we can keep it going, and that's all that matters. Um, Sometimes you got to work out there for every single bit of ice, and then other times it just keeps bouncing your way. Uh, He said, for me, just trying to enjoy, have fun. Uh, And when he plays his best hockey, he's happy, enjoys it on the ice. Sometimes it's harder to do that especially with the things that are happening, just the world we live in right now. So yeah, again, the ongoing pandemic, uh, his personal trauma from the summer, uh, all of it had been weighing on him and it felt good for everybody to see that go in. Now, Pasternak of course has been bumped down to the second line to play alongside Taylor Hall and Eric Halla, Craig Smith up on the first line with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. And, um, you know, that's working for the Bruins right now. Um, the new lines, Pasternak said with Taylor Hall, they played a bit four and four last year, so it's going to take some time to get some chemistry, but they're leaning in the right direction. And uh, on that goal, Cassidy said it was a good shift all around. They got the puck deep, second effort on the forecheck. Howla and Hall, they make the right play and then get open in the slot. Passa to create the turnover. A lot of good things that the line will need to do to be successful. Um, work ethic, second effort, doing a good job. So credit to them. Uh, Brandon Carlo scored the insurance tally late in the third period. And um, that defensive scoring brings another element 
that the Bruins have been missing as well. And uh, yeah, just a great overall effort for the Boston Bruins in this one. Again, people have been saying these games have come against the lesser opponents, but the reality is they needed these wins and they've got them. And uh, all credit to a Bruce Cassidy for being willing to shift things around and stick with it. Um, we've seen in the past, he could, you know, uh, change the lines a bit and then quickly bump things back up, but he's been sticking with it and it's been paying off for the Boston Bruins. Uh, I am going to give the big bear of the night award to David Pasternak for that goal. He also added three shots, uh, two hits, and uh, played about, yeah, 16 minutes of ice time in this one. Uh, just a great effort on that goal for Pasternak. Great to see him rewarded. And uh, the Bruins, yeah, continue this winning streak. It's it's really great to see. And uh, hopefully they can keep it going against some tougher opponents coming up. And, and we'll talk about that here in a moment. But first, I want to talk about Built Bar. If you've set a New Year's resolution to get fit, and healthy built bar can help you achieve those goals. It's a protein bar. The bonus is it tastes like a candy bar. Built bar makes it easier to stick to your resolutions because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars that can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. By like week three, you might be thinking this just isn't worth it. Where's the chocolate built bar covered in 100% chocolate, but they're also healthy for you. If you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. So many flavors to choose from. Put together your box at Built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, no, sorry, LOCKED15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. You will not regret it. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you want to rate and review, especially Apple users, that would also be very much appreciated. So the Bruins... Now get set for a few tough tests coming up after taking care of these lesser opponents. They'll be hosting the Minnesota Wild on Thursday, and the Wild will be boosted by the additions of highly touted prospects, Matt Boldy, local boy, as well as Marco Rossi. Um, and they're already one of the top teams in the West, so that will be a tough challenge. Saturday, they travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Lightning, and then on Monday, They'll be in Washington to take on the Capitals. So um, hopefully they can build off this positive momentum and take care of some of these teams that are higher than them in the standings and really begin to uh, prove to people that this team, uh, you know, is to be taken seriously. I've seen a lot of Bruins fans still on social media questioning whether or not they're a playoff team. I don't think that is in doubt at all. I think what is in question is whether they can join the ranks of the contenders in the Eastern Conference, the Carolinas, the Floridas, the Toronto's, 
the, the Capitals, the Rangers even, Tampa, now Pittsburgh. These are all teams that are ahead of them and that they need to, you know, once they get to the playoffs, they'll have to compete with these teams. Can they win a round? Can they win two rounds? That's a bit more iffy, but for me, they are a clear playoff team at the moment. I don't see anybody catching up to them. Detroit, they're five uh, games in hand on them, a point up. Uh, they have games in hand on Columbus, and they're five points up on them. Games in hand on Philly, they're four points up on them. So it would take a disaster and a miracle on the other team's sides uh, for the Bruins to catch, to be caught, sorry. And I really don't see that happening at this point. Anyways, let's answer some mailbag questions. The first one came via DM the other day from Danny Dester at Dester Jester. After the success we saw the last few games, after Cassidy mixed up the forward lines, could you see him making some permanent changes or does there need to be a larger sample size? Great question. And my sense is that as long as things are working, Bruce Cassidy is going to stick with these lines. Like I said earlier, we've seen him uh, make some adjustments to the starting lineup and then um, shift things up during the game, bump past a back to the top line if they're in need of goals. But he's really sticking with things at the moment, and it's paying off. They have those three wins, and as long as things are clicking, um, it really sounds like he wants to give Posternak and Hall time to gel and – we know that Bergeron Marchand will always be consistent. Craig Smith's fitting in well there. Uh, so to have kind of duos in Bergeron, Marchand, Hall, Pasternak uh, in your top six to build off instead of loading up on the top line, I think we've seen that really paying off for the Boston Bruins. It confuses the defense. It opens things up for everybody else. And we're seeing all four lines contribute offensively right now. Uh, so I really do think he's going to stick with it, uh, especially when it's working. Liam Burgess at Burgess Liam 2 asks, with Rask possibly coming back soon, is Swayman likely to be sent down to the AHL or could running three goaltenders work? Sorry if you've discussed this recently, been an ep- behind on episodes. Well, no problem at all, Liam. No, Liam, no need to apologize I don't expect everybody to listen to every episode, but I do appreciate uh, the listenership. Uh, That's a tough call. I really do think that if Rask comes back, the fact that, or when Rask comes back, which it looks like at this point, um, Swayman is waiver exempt. So it makes the most sense to send him to the AHL, give him a regular workout or workload down there and roll with Allmark and Rask for the balance of this season at the very least. Now, injuries always come up. Uh, that could require a call-up. But um, just because of that waiver situation, and I don't really think it serves him to keep him up as a third goalie and to play maybe maybe once a week, once every couple weeks. If they're going to have Rask and Allmark healthy, uh, it makes the most sense to send him down. And I don't think that will hurt his development. Um, it will, yeah, give him regular playing time, like the clear 1A starter in Providence. And, um, yeah, there's no 
no harm in, in giving him some regular reps down at the AHL level. I think that's what's likely to happen. Bruins coverage at Bruins coverage underscore asks what realistic and good trades for DeBrusque and Sinitian do you see occurring for the Bruins? I don't know if there's a good trade out there for Sinitian, likely a future considerations or a late draft pick at this point for him. If, if anybody's willing to take him on the thing with DeBrusque, obviously there's the COVID situation right now. He's out on COVID protocol. So that makes it difficult to trade him. But his qualifying offer, which is near $5 million for next season, that really seems to be turning teams off. It's one thing if he's producing at a you know, 20, 25 goal pace, but he's not. Um, so to give up an asset and then have to commit to that contract for next year to keep him uh, is a big ask. And I think that's what's really stalling things at this point. So it would probably take a guy who's in a similar situation pending RFA whose qualifying offer will be a bit rich for uh, the team that has him. I could still see i I'd still like to see a Dylan Strom trade in there. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know if there are any quote unquote good trades for the Bruins out there for these guys. They're not exactly at peak value uh, at the moment. Uh, Shore at Shore 2Rs477 asks, what a Grizz, DeBrusque, plus get the Bruins a top four D-man. Uh, you know, the biggest hope right now or the biggest um, target on the trade market right now is Jacob Chitrin in Arizona. DeBrusque, Grizzlick, not going to get it done. They would have to at least add another prospect and probably a first round pick. Apparently the coyotes are looking for a Jack Eichel type package, uh, which included, yeah, some really good young players in that deal. Um, could it get them a top four D man? Well, first of all, Grizzlick is a top four D man. Um, so I don't know if trading him, is it really an upgrade or like adding somebody else? Ideally you'd have uh Grizzlick, Riley and another top four D man on top of that. Um, they are committed Derek Forbord, I guess. Um, Jacob Zboral still in the mix. He was playing well on the right side. So maybe it, it is worth trading Grizzlick. I've been disappointed with his, uh, offensive output so far uh, as a fantasy owner, but um, I still think he, along with McAvoy, is a pretty good top pair uh, for the Boston Bruins. So is Grizzly DeBrusque enough? Depends what your definition of top 40 man, a game-changing top 40 man. Probably not. It will take a lot more than that, I would think, especially going back to the issues that I mentioned with um, – with the Brusks contract. So that's, yeah, a really interesting storyline to keep an eye on what the Bruins will be able to get for Jake DeBrusque when he could be traded, how long he could be out on the COVID list. Hopefully it's just a false positive and uh, he's back. He was playing pretty well and uh, it'd be good to see him get going uh, in order yeah, not only to improve the Bruins' chances while he remains with the team, but also to get that trade value up a little bit. 
Thank you so much for sending in th those questions. You can do so at Locked NHL Bruins or at ENC McLaren on both Instagram or Twitter. And you can also throw some up on the YouTube comments as well. We usually do this every Monday or sorry, pfft, Wednesday here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Getting my days mixed up here. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the bowl season and pro football playoffs. It's your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their website, sign up for a free account on their uh, new website, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new and amazing offers available at Bet Online, where the game starts. Use promo code LOCKEDON to receive that 50% welcome bonus. So speaking of Jacob Chitrin, there is a lot of noise that he could be headed to the Edmonton Oilers. That would be a pretty big fit. Darren Drager reports teams are calling, making offers for the 23-year-old. But again, the asking price is said to be a Jack Eichel type of return. What's up, Henry? Um, are you done? I need help, and I'm going to call because he won't get a, a one of things. Okay, and... can you just give me one minute? I just want to finish this. Okay. Uh, Pierre Lebrun doesn't believe a Chitron deal is imminent, but the fact they're fielding calls suggests the possibility of a deal before the deadline is high. Uh, there no, there's no obligation to move him, of course. He carries a very affordable 4.6 million cap hit through 2024-25. Uh, he could be the big first trade this year, though. Elliot Friedman noted Phil Kessel and Lawson Kraus could be available as well. I think Lawson Kraus could be a good fit for the Bruins, a very, um, yeah, Bruins-like player. You can score, big body. Uh, perhaps that will be um, a, uh, a target for the Bruins. Amelie Benjamin reports Tuka Rask is making progress in his recovery from off-season hip surgery. Could make his debut with the Providence Bruins as early as this weekend. Fluto Shinzawa wondered what his contract could be. Probably an affordable one-year deal. How much they pay him could depend on whether they can free up cap space by honoring the uh, trade request made by uh, Jake DeBrusque. What else is going on around the NHL? Um, if you missed Kale McCarr's game-winning goal for the Avalanche last night, I highly recommend that you check that out. Very jaw-dropping play. Uh, making Pasternak's goal somehow not the best game winner. Uh, Connor McDavid could miss tonight's game against Toronto because of a positive COVID-19 test that would eliminate the possibility of uh, having a McDavid versus Matthews, uh, which would be unfortunate. And again, uh, Matt Boldy, Marco Rossi will both make their uh, – NHL debuts tomorrow night in Boston, and we will preview that game here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast tomorrow. Hope you're all having a good week. Again, you saw kids jumping around here as we do online learning for at least a couple weeks. Um, 
tonight in lieu of no hockey to watch or no Bruins to watch. Going to be catching the season premiere of This Is Us. Don't judge. It's one of my favorite shows. We watch it every week. And uh, we started Station Eleven as well on HBO Max, which was a bit iffy about because of the subject matter, a flu pandemic. But uh, it's very hopeful. Or yeah, it shows glimmers of hope in that mess, which is kind of encouraging to watch. So if you're looking for something to watch, do check that out. And of course, watch Cobra Kai if you haven't already. Anyways, that's it for today's podcast, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.